2: Can they really be this dumb? Either Nancy Pelosi, Sandy Cortez, and Elon Omar are unbelievably stupid, or they think that their constituents are really, really stupid, or maybe it's both. But uh, after Amy Coney Barrett was installed as a Supreme Court justice last night, something, by the way, that was ignored by MSNBC, uh, Sandy and Elon each tweeted three words, expand the court. Omar went on to say, <clears throat> quote, by expanding the court, we fix this broken system and have a court that better represents the values of the American people. Nancy, with the laughing face, actually said that population has increased so much since the court was set at nine back in 1866 that it makes sense to add a few judges. Now, these morons would like to see the Supreme Court obviously become the third branch of the legislative branch. Why not add, you know, 91 new justices? We could get it right up to an even hundred, you know, two for each state. How about that for an idea? And Then they could vote on everything, and then, you know, whoever wins, gets the most votes, wins. Maybe they could try that concept for the Supreme Court. Uh, these morons think that the Supreme Court is supposed to be about catering to the wishes of the voters, instead of ruling on the constitutionality of the laws passed by the people who are supposed to cater to the wishes of the voters. You know, the House and Senate. There's been plenty of whining by the Democrats about the possibility that uh, Barrett being on the court is going to mean the end of Obamacare. They say that millions of people are going to die without their health care. That, of course, is an exaggeration, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter what happens if the Supreme Court determines that the Affordable Care Act is unconstitutional. It can't be a law if it's not constitutional. That's what the legislature is for, you know, passing laws. But they have to be constitutional laws, and people's feelings have nothing to do with whether or not it's constitutional. Nothing. Now, you could, of course, you could amend the Constitution if you think that's the way to get it done. But that also has nothing to do with the will of the people. If it did, the people could decide that slavery was a good idea and it was a good idea to bring it back. The Supreme Court is what prevents legislatures from passing bad laws, even if they are supported by the majority of the people. You would think that members of uh, Congress, including the Speaker of the House, who's been around since uh, 1866, by the way, uh, would understand that. So it gets back to my original question. Are they really that dumb, or do they think that their constituents are that dumb? And I think the answer is the same, as I said at the beginning here. Good chance it's both. Really good chance. Well, anyway, we're one week away from Election Day. There's still plenty of talk about voter fraud. In our second half hour, I'm going to be talking to a former member of the Federal Election Commission, Hans von Spakovsky, about how much fraud we should be expecting this year, or this week, I guess is a better way of putting it. And when we come back from the break, I'll be talking to a member of the Trump campaign about that issue and other things and how being the daughter of Cuban exiles influenced her to support Donald Trump. Stick around. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit windowsoruspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's Windows or Us, Pittsburgh com windows or us pittsburgh
1: parents let's be honest many high school and college age kids seem to have little direction these days That might be true for your son or daughter. They spend a lot of time gaming, hanging with friends, but nothing seems to lead them on a path to adulthood. You may want them to go to a four-year university, but their grades just don't warrant it. Their lack of passion and direction makes you wonder if a four-year university would even be a wise investment. Here's a better route to consider. The full-stack Software Development Program from Steve Wozniak. Available through SalemCareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start? SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275. 866-711-6275. Or SalemCareerHub.com. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee
3: future performance.
4: Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the markets returning to pre-coronavirus levels, unemployment rate shifting, and the upcoming election, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text the word MONEY to 411411 and experience vantage point for free don't wait text money to 411411 text the word money to 411411
3: go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms conditions and privacy policy
5: the following is a true story i had a lady that was in her mid-70s and i'd sold her timeshare and that was the lowest i'd ever felt in my life i knew then that i had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare
0: Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently.
5: Called her and everybody that I had sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. If we take you as a client, we will cancel your time, share or we'll give your money back. That's what makes us different. Call
0: Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-660-1771. That's 800-660-1771. 800-660-1771. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM
6: 1250. The Answer. You've heard all the lies about President Trump. Trump is a racist. Trump is Putin's pet. Here's the truth. Trump is the most effective conservative president that America has had in decades. And every lie they spread about him is targeting you. This is Kurt Schlichter. And my new book is called The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. It does what no other book does. It knocks down the 21 biggest lies about our president with facts and logic and humor. Trump obstructed justice. Trump hates immigrants. These are big lies. And the reason for the lies is simple president trump is the first president in a long time to stand up for the constitution and for conservative principles and when the left wants to tear down everything this country stands for my new book the 21 biggest lies about donald trump and you explains why this president's courage and common sense are exactly what we need today this is the most important book of the year read it and you'll agree the 21 biggest lies about donald trump and you by me kurt schlichter get it wherever books are sold
2: Hey John Stoggerwald here. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow either. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra-soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two for one, low-price, plus free shipping. Call one 800 716 8087 Use the promo code STAG or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code STAG
0: am 1250 the answer am 1250 the answer.com. Dan Proft.
6: On the next Dan Proft show, the state of play a week from election day and uh, the bigotry of low expectations is no longer so soft. The San Diego Unified School District changing the way it grades to accommodate cheating and not turning in your work. We'll talk about all things critical race theory with James Lindsay from New Discourses. All that's coming up. The Dan Proft
0: Show. Weeknights at 9 at AM 1250, The Answer. The John Steigerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer.
2: Okay, uh, we're waiting to hear from Ollie uh, um, Pardo. And I've, I may have, a hey Mike, if you're listening back there, I may have uh, given them the, uh, the uh, wrong number. To uh, call in, so I just sent an email, and we'll see if uh, it works, that she calls. Otherwise, it's just me. Um, but um, uh, the uh, getting back to what I said in the open, there, I mean, I was just stunned when I saw Nancy Pelosi. And here's the thing: I, I, I don't, I remember who it was interviewing her, but um, she, uh, she was, she was saying these ridiculous things about how the population increased since 1866. Would seem to mean that the we nine justices just aren't enough. Well, I don't know what the population was in 1866, but it's what three 340 million now. What was it back then? 100 million even? I don't know. So I mean, if it's if it's um, tripled since then, do we need 27 people on the court now? I mean, what? Uh, and I just I'm stunned that there are people out there, and it's, and it's it's one thing for for the average person, too many of whom uh don't know what the supreme court is supposed to do and that it doesn't matter what how how it makes you feel or who who's hurt by a, a decision by the supreme court or who's helped by it it's it's nice if if people can be helped and and in the in the process of doing it but it's also uh, a a constitutional um law that it, that it, you know it passes the muster um uh, of, of being constitutional and uh that there are people have, that they make the argument for the Affordable Care Act that she's willing to go on the Supreme Court and get rid of a law that that provides for people with pre-existing conditions to get their health care. First of all, uh, I don't know if that's the case, but it doesn't matter. That, that that's not what, if she if she does not recuse herself, which some people want her to do. If she does rule on it or or vote on the on the uh, on the issue, it has nothing to do with uh what it, how many people might be affected by it, it it's got to be judged solely on whether or not it 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 works under the constitution and um, too so many people have lost sight of that so it's, what's going to happen with this um this um idea of packing the court i don't know but we have uh, hans von spakovsky coming up in the second half hour and he's uh he's an expert on elections but he's also a legal expert and I, i'll get him to talk about that i i really don't know how feasible it is for them to be able to pack the court i mean they have to have the white house the house and the senate in order to do it i guess but even with that what are the chances of it happening is it something that, that uh, people should worry about meanwhile the um the Democrats should be worrying about Joe Biden being able to win this election. Um, he, the IBD poll is out now. That's the Investment Business Daily uh, poll, and it's a pretty good one. And it says that uh, there's been a shift in the race toward Trump. Uh, Biden had led uh, by uh, seven points over the prior three days after the the three days after the final debate, which is what uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I guess I don't know. Uh, Trump had gotten within 2.3 points on October 20th. Biden's widest lead was 8.6. That was back uh, two weeks ago on October 13th. Trump has 46.3 percent support as a new high-water mark in the uh, in the poll, topping his 46.1 vote share in 2016. And Biden's support slipped one point from 51.7 uh, percent a day earlier, but Biden remains 2.5 points ahead of Hillary Clinton's 2016 vote share. Hillary Clinton's lead, of course, uh, ended up meaning nothing, uh, except that she did win the popular vote, and that doesn't matter. Uh, but lots of analysts believe that uh, Trump is within four points of Joe Biden, and he has a good shot of winning re-election in the Electoral College. Where is Trump's surge coming from? Well, here's what IB, uh, D- Day, uh, uh, Business Daily says, Investment uh, B- Business Daily. She sa- it says, today's presidential a poll suggests Trump uh, has his biggest lead yet among seniors and his smallest deficit among women. It's a pretty big deal. Uh, biggest lead among seniors. Now you, I don't know if you've noticed, but the Democrats have been out there doing their usual uh, routine of scaring people about Donald Trump, uh, any Republican, but in this case, Donald Trump, um, getting rid of social security. Uh, but, um, it says here that he's made his biggest surge, has his biggest lead, I should say, yet among seniors and his smallest deficit among women. So they've been trying to get women to vote against him, too. But the IBD uh, poll, Biden versus Trump poll, suggests that the Democrats' lead among independents now matches its prior low. None of this Does any of this sound like good news to the Democrats? However, in each of the past three days, the IBD tip. Presidential poll has found Biden apparently erasing his deficit among men. Trump carried men by 11 points in 2016. Biden actually led by a sliver among men in Monday's poll. The two are tied at 48 percent in today's Biden versus Trump poll. Meanwhile, the presidential poll update suggests Biden lead among women has fallen to eight points, 53 to 45. The prior low since the since the the IBD Biden versus Trump poll launched on October 12th had been 12 points. Trump lost to Clinton among women voters by a 15 point margin in 2016. So um, Biden, what's to say here? Biden's lead uh, uh, among women has fallen to eight points, and it was 15 points when Hillary Clinton ran. Trump has 95 percent support, support among voters who cast their ballots for him in 2016, but among voters who did not vote in 2016, he trails Biden by a significant margin, 58 to 24. Another problem area for Trump is suburban voters. Uh, That's formerly a GOP stronghold. It says here the nation's suburbs have been trending bluer in recent national elections. Biden currently leads in the suburbs uh, 53.5 to 44. Trump won suburbia by 50 to 45 in 2016. So that's an issue. Trump needs to narrow that gap if he hopes to win. Suburban voters make up half the total vote. Biden appears to believe he has the election wrapped up as he has scheduled few appearances for the last week of the campaign. His overconfidence may yet be his undoing. That's according to uh, P- PJ Media. But uh, the poll is showing that uh, that Donald Trump is uh, right there in the polls. And again, uh, it, they didn't matter the last time and they don't matter now, except that um that the numbers are still pretty close to what they were four years ago, and we know what the result was four years ago. So, uh, I, you know, it's, it's a week from today, and I think that uh, I think Donald Trump's going to win big and a bigger, uh, and it's going to be a a landslide in an electoral college. But hey, what do I know? Um, and the other thing is that uh, uh, we we don't know what's going to happen here in the next uh, five or six days. There have, uh, there's always a chance that there's another, uh, bombshell. And by the way, uh, Mr. Bobulinski, Mr. Bobulinski, not Bobulinski, but his last name is Bobulinski. He is, um, he's going to be on Tucker Carlson tonight for the entire, uh, I guess almost the entire hour anyway. Um, and if, in case you don't know who he is, he's the, uh, former, um, business partner for, of, uh, Hunter Biden, and his name's Tony Bobulinski, and he's going to go on Tucker Carlson tonight uh, and talk about uh, Joe and Hunter, and he apparently is going to bring some uh, sound bites with him, sound of uh, telephone conversations. It's not going to be good for um, the Bidens, and it says that uh, he's going to be revealing quote new allegations about the Bidens, and here's the thing. I don't know that – I'm not sure about this, but I'm pretty sure that his name, Tony Bobulinski, has never – his name has never been mentioned on the uh, on MSNBC and CNN. I, I don't – I could be wrong about that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that they haven't talked about him. And I want you to think back to Michael Avenatti. You remember him? Now, they don't – the reason they don't put Tony Bobulinski on is because he's not credible, apparently. They don't think he's credible. Um this is a former business partner partner of Hunter Biden. Either that, or they think they're falling for the Democratic uh, wine that this is this is an attack on the family of of uh, Joe Biden, not a not actually an attack on Joe Biden, who deserves to be attacked if he was using letting his son use his name to make lots of money, which then was kicked back to him. Uh, it's not anything to do with uh, attacking the family of Joe Biden, but he's expected to reveal new allegations tonight. On Tucker Carlson's show, and and it, it's it's amazing because there's so much there's so much uh, uh, preaching to the choir that's going on right now. And, and Bob Ulinski is going to go on Tucker Carlson. Now, if the media were doing their job, they would this uh, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS. Uh, they would all be waiting to see what Bob Ulinski is going to say on Tucker Carlson, and they would report on it. Now, they would. That they they could trash him if they want. Maybe they could do some research and find out that he's not telling the truth, or um, that the uh, that um, the the sound bites that he ends up using are not real or something. But you, you de- the idea that they can just ignore it is just it's it's stunning. It's it's unbelievable that they get away with it. Again, going back to Avanati, this is a guy who's now in prison. He's in prison. Uh, He was let out for a while because of COVID. I I don't I don't think he's I think he's back in. But anyway, he's either in prison or he's sitting in some house somewhere with an ankle bracelet. He's 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 serving a prison sentence. Okay, Uh, and this guy was not only on CNN and MSNBC uh, uh, and 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 being pumped for information about his client who made all kinds of ridiculous claims about uh, Brett Kavanaugh. By the way, which were not not even one tenth as credible as what Bob Bobulinski has, because he has text messages and um, emails and phone calls, and uh, Avenatti had nothing except the the word of this woman. I think this is the one who claimed that uh, that Brett Kavanaugh was the organizer of a series of gang rapes when they were either in high school or college or whatever. Um, and there was absolutely no evidence to back it up; just the word of this woman. They put him on, and not only did they put him on, but they, they had serious conversations with him about his uh, his um, plan to you know maybe run for president of the United States. Did I mention he's in jail? Okay, that's where he is. He's in jail, and uh, that was he was okay. That guy was okay, um, and he was not only was he okay, and not only was his evidence considered credible and usable. Uh, it was it it was usable ad nauseum. He was on this uh, uh, the uh, Newsbusters website. Uh, I don't have the number in front of me, but they counted the number of times he was on and the number of minutes he spent talking about it on CNN and MSNBC. It was unbelievable. And there there are videos out there of, of the people on those stations talking about first of all talking to him seriously about his presidential aspirations, and then just going on and on about what a wonderful candidate he might make. This guy seems, he's pretty pretty impressive guy. Uh, This is a guy that we should keep our eye on here for the uh, 2020 uh, Democratic nomination. He's in prison. Did I mention that? Um, But they will be be dismissing, just watch for it, they will be dismissing Tony Bobulinski. uh, And whatever he says, he's going to be on for most of the hour tonight on Tucker Carlson's show and um, he has more stuff. He's already come out with some pretty uh, impressive stuff on uh, Hunter Biden to this point, and it's obviously not all that impressive, the people at the New York Times and Washington Post and and Twitter uh, who won't uh, allow the story to, to be posted on Twitter, but let's see what Tony Bobulinski says tonight, and let's see if the rest of the media takes any interest in it whatsoever when i come back we're going to talk about mail uh, voter fraud with hans von spakovsky former member of the federal election commission could be a problem in pennsylvania stick around
5: with srn news i'm john scott president trump has started a busy day of campaigning with a rally in lansing michigan some of mr Trump's supporters waited for hours In the wet, near-freezing temperatures to see him. The president also planning to campaign today in Wisconsin and Nebraska. Democrat Joe Biden with two events planned for today in Georgia. U.S. consumer confidence dipped slightly in October as coronavirus cases continue to rise across the country. The conference board reporting that its consumer confidence index fell to a reading of 100.9 from 100.1.8 in September. Stock indexes are closing mixed on Wall Street as the market's momentum slows further on worries about rising virus counts. The Dow fell 222 points today. The Nasdaq gained 72. The S&P 500 was down 10. This is SRN News. Hi, this is Jay Farner,
3: CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial decisions has never been more important. We can help guide you to those right decisions now, when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows. So when you call 8338-ROCKET or visit us at rocketmortgage.com to start your refinance, you'll be well on your way to saving money every month. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.125%, APR 3.43%. Right now could be a great time for you to take some positive financial steps forward with a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, which could give you the boost that you're looking for. In addition, we may be able to help you refinance with little or no out-of-pocket costs. At Rocket Mortgage, we're committed to every client, every time, no exceptions, no excuses, giving you the best mortgage experience. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Rates subject to change.
0: A 2.875% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states and MLS number 3030. Charlie Kirk believes we are witnessing a monopoly.
3: The founding fathers never would have anticipated that a private company would eventually be so powerful, so all-encompassing, that our natural rights would be restricted by that very same private company. Well, Alphabet, Google, is $1 trillion. It's a $1 trillion company. The Charlie Kirk Show.
0: Afternoons at 2, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3, on AM 1250
5: enter. Spending more time inside? J&D Waterproofing can help you breathe a little easier. Protect your family, friends, and pets from mold, dampness, and other unhealthy elements. For over 80 years, J&D has been making Pittsburgh basements very dry and improving indoor air quality with solutions like the Easy Breathe System. Eliminate unhealthy mold and allergy causing moisture without filters or reservoirs while using less energy than a 40-watt light bulb. Call 1-800-VERY dry or visit jdwaterproofing.com.
1: I like a bed that's really firm. I
5: need
3: something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your sleep number setting. Can
1: it really help me fall asleep faster?
3: Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. And now, during our Veterans Day Sale, save $1,000 on the Queen Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed, now $17.99. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. The journey to retirement can be scary and complicated. For comprehensive advice and guidance to navigate through the financial world, tune in into Locks on Your Retirement with the Synergy Group for current information and analysis on how to plan and finance your ideal retirement. Locks on Your Retirement, Saturday at 2 and Sunday morning at 9 on AM 1250, The Answer. Securities offered through JW Cole Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through JW Cole Advisors. JW Cole Financial and JW Cole Advisors are not affiliated with the Synergy Group, Incorporated. AM
0: 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of SATA Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeartRadio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
4: A solid delay on the Parkway East outbound from Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Looks like at least 10-12 minutes to get through all that. Inbound side not doing too badly. Parkway West minor volume inbound between 19 and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. William Penn Highway under construction till 7 between Greensburg Pike and Bueller Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson.
0: AM 1250. The answer. Weather. We'll see a little evening rain, otherwise considerable cloudiness tonight. Expect a low tonight of 45. Cloudy skies in the morning for tomorrow, then intervals of clouds and sunshine tomorrow afternoon. Expect a high of 57. Turning cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 46. Thursday, expect heavy rain from tropical rainstorm Zeta. Watch for flooding, Thursday's high 50. With Iraqi Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John stacker Wall Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer.
2: Well, there are still plenty of questions about if and how votes are going to be counted next Tuesday. 60 million people or something like that have already voted. Uh, Hans von Spakovsky has been our uh, go-to guy on this issue for a couple of years now, actually. He's a former member of the Federal Election Commission and is the manager of the Heritage Foundation's Election Reform Initiative. And Hans joins us now. Hans, thanks for being here again, as usual.
7: Good, John. Thanks for having me
2: back. So we're a week out. Uh, is there any more that can be done at this point to ensure the integrity of this election, or do we have what we have right now and we got to deal with it?
7: Well, we have what we have, but on the other hand, the rules are still in flux, which I think most people would just be shocked to know that, and that's because – there are still lawsuits going on in numerous States over the rules in particular governing absentee ballots. And, uh, just, just in the last week we've had decisions issued by various courts of appeals and then emergency appeals uh, filed with the U S Supreme court. And they, like I said, the, the rules keep getting changed, uh, on absentee ballots and the deadlines for receiving them, and the rules governing the, the ballots themselves.
2: Well, does that mean that there are people out there who have, who think they have voted, or maybe not yet? They haven't. They don't. They don't think they voted, but they're going to think they have voted. Maybe, you know, later this week, and it's going to turn out that they didn't vote because of some rule that changed in the meantime.
7: Yeah, that's a possibility in in some states, uh, but I mean Pennsylvania is a good example of this. As you know, the, the Pennsylvania um, State Supreme Court issued what what I really think is a bizarre opinion, <laughs> extending the deadline for the receipt of absentee ballots, uh, then issuing a decision saying, "Oh well, uh, election officials will have to accept ballots uh, that they receive after election day, even if." There's no postmark to indicate that people actually uh, uh, voted the ballot by the end of Election Day. And then their latest thing, I think on Friday, was saying, oh, and by the way, election officials, you can't reject an absentee ballot uh, if the signature on the absentee ballot doesn't match the signature of the voter uh, from their registration file. Of course. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say There was an emergency appeal filed with the U.S. Supreme Court last week. It was a 4-4 split uh, to take up the case. Justice Roberts, unfortunately, joined the liberals uh, and refused to overturn what, like I said, I think is a bizarre opinion. But uh, the legislators have refiled and asked the court to take another look at that decision. And with uh, Amy Coney Barrett now on the Court, I, I, there's a possibility that might happen, and they might overturn what the state supreme court has done.
2: Well, two things. First of all, what's up with John Roberts? Um, that he, his, he is, can he even be considered a conservative member of the court anymore? Well, yes, a lot of the time. <laughs> well, <laughs> that makes time. him. If, if it's all only a lot of the time, you know, doesn't right. that make I mean, him a swing vote? Is- more-
7: Yes, he's become the swing vote, replacing uh, Justice Kennedy, who, as you know, used to be the the swing vote. And um, I I mean, some of his opinions have been weird. He he refused to accept that Pennsylvania case to overturn. On the other hand, um, he agreed with the court in uh, the, the, the Supreme Court, also issued an emergency order in a case involving Wisconsin, where the the court of appeals there had uh overturned a lower court saying oh yeah it's okay to extend the deadline uh, for the receipt of absentee ballots and in that case he actually agreed with the conservatives that uh, no the judge shouldn't be doing that
2: now uh, you mentioned uh, pennsylvania uh having an issue right. i don't know if you're aware of this but luzerne county here in Pennsylvania. Uh, has officially asked Amy Coney Barrett to recuse herself from a case about uh, about that case a case about uh, granting an extension for counting mail in ballots. Should she recuse herself, and will she? Of
7: course not. I mean, that's ridiculous. They they have no grounds whatsoever <laughs> for asking her to recuse herself. That's just a political. That's a political move, uh, and there's no grounds for her to recuse herself at all.
2: Well, but um, she, they, she only because she's. They, but I guess they're making a statement that she shouldn't be on the court. So it's not fair that she would be able to be placed on the court only a few days before the election. Uh, they they think that it would be the decent thing to do. Apparently, not. I'm not talking about well, legally.
7: Yeah. Well, that's, that's just simply absurd. Uh, American history is filled with, um, uh, justices getting, um, confirmed to the court in an election year. In fact, uh, I think it may have been 1940 when Franklin Delano Roosevelt was running for reelection and he had two, two people confirmed to the U S Supreme court. So I'm sure these are Democrats in Wasern County uh, making this claim, uh, I, I, I guess they must object to the fact that their big hero, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, did the same thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, they forgot. So uh, we're talking to um, Hans uh, Vance Spakovsky, and he's the uh, manager of the Heritage Foundation's Election Reform Initiative. Uh, Hans, how much – I mean, you mentioned a little bit already, but, but how much fraud is actually out there? How much of an effect can it have on an election? I, I think uh, Democrats and, and people in the media, it's usually the same thing. They like to just uh, laugh at at any accusation of uh, of mail fraud, uh, voter fraud, and they say it's you know the conspiracy theory or or paranoia on the part of Republicans.
7: Well, you know, uh, I think uh, voters in uh, Patterson, New Jersey, and the ninth congressional district of Pennsylvania might disagree with it. I mentioned those two because it was two years ago in the ninth congressional district of North Carolina that the election was overturned because of uh, hundreds of absentee ballots uh, that have been tampered with because of absentee ballot fraud. And in Patterson, New Jersey, uh, the courts there just overturned a local election and a municipal election that happened about two months ago. And four locals have been criminally charged again for the same thing, absentee ballot fraud. And, And that's just one of, Unfortunately, numerous examples of uh, fraud uh, that's been, uh, for example, discovered recently, like the Patterson case. Uh,
2: are, the, are these are the examples that they find? Though are they, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm asking because I, I, I this is something that you're an expert on. Um, how how many of them uh, involve small numbers of votes that that you know may have affected an election where it was determined by 150 votes? But what about uh, just in, in how often does it is the number enough that it really makes an election go one way or another? And I'm not talking, you know, when it's not a a, a, a photo finish.
7: Well, it's just a, there's just a huge mix. Um, look, we maintain a database at the Heritage Foundation. We started this a couple of years ago. Uh, it's only a sampling of cases from around the country, but it's proven cases of fraud we're almost up to 1300 cases, cases. We have dozens more that we're following where people have been arrested and charged that will eventually add to the database. And it's a mix of, of cases. I mean, some of them are people convicted just lone voters who took advantage of, of the vulnerabilities of the system and decided, for example, to vote twice in the election because they're uh, registered in two different states. On the other hand, Uh, We have cases like the North Carolina uh, congressional district race from two years ago, where the margin of victory was 905 votes and there was enough fraud to overturn that election. Um, uh, uh, In 1997, a mayor's race in Miami, Florida was overturned six over 60 people were charged with uh, criminal fraud in that case, mostly involving absentee ballots and the judge in that case, estimated that there were at least 5,000 fraudulent absentee ballots cast. So it just, it just depends. I mean, sometimes it's a small handful of votes, and it may not affect the election, but there are plenty of other cases where the election got overturned, and sometimes uh, it's just a very small margin of victory. But then other cases, like the Miami case and the, the North Carolina case, you're talking about hundreds of votes.
2: And and is it most of the cases are absentee ballots where they have the problem?
7: Absentee ballots are a a large number of the cases because they're the easiest ballots to, frankly, steal, uh, forge, alter. Uh, But there's plenty of other different cases of fraud involving uh, everything from uh, impersonation fraud at the polls to Again, I hate to pick on Pennsylvania, but as you know, what, two months ago, um, former uh, Democratic congressman from Pennsylvania was indicted in Philadelphia by the U.S. attorney. He had become a political consultant after he left Congress, and he's been indicted for bribing an election official in Philadelphia to stuff the ballot box with fraudulent ballots on behalf of the uh, candidate clients of this former congressman
2: now is this something that the democrats um don't just don't care about Or, or or do they legitimately believe that it's it's just not that big a deal
7: i think what's going if you go back 30 years uh you won't find this um split between the two parties about election fraud you know 30 years ago Both both sides were concerned about it. What happened is that about 10, 15 years ago, when states started saying, you know, we really ought to fix some of these security holes uh, in the system, we ought to, for example, require an ID when people vote, we need to start uh, cleaning up our voter rolls and try to take people off of it. The left came up, they oppose all these kind of reforms. And so they now say, oh, well, there's no fraud, therefore there's no need any of these types of reforms
2: now i gotta get you uh, your your opinion on something else here we're talking to hans von spakovsky he's a former member of the uh, federal election commission and uh, he's also uh, a, an expert on the, some of this other stuff too like uh, the supreme court um how serious hans are the democrats about trying to pack the supreme court are they just saying it to that they can get their their radical left wing of the party to to vote for them? Or do they really believe that?
7: Well, I think they are doing it for that latter reason, but i got to tell you that I think if they took control of the House and the Senate and the White House, they might actually try to push a bill through uh, Congress in in order to do that. And, look, that shows you how much they want the Supreme Court to function as a political institution instead of a court
2: and um how they have to have control of the the white house the senate and the house uh if they get that and and want to try it would it be a slam dunk for them
7: i don't think it would be a slam dunk but i do think they would have to end the ability to do a legislative filibuster in the senate and um i i i think they actually would 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 make that move the same way. Remember, look, the whole re- <laughs> it was actually kind of ironic to be. You know, the whole reason Amy Coney Barrett got onto the court with a fifty-two forty-eight vote was because remember Harry Reid, the Harry. Obama administration ended ended the filibuster, so that Barack Obama could get whoever he wanted into the courts.
2: And I I wonder if 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 the Republicans and President Trump thinks that that the Democrats are waiting to do that the next time they get control of all three, then why wouldn't he be justified in saying, you know what, uh, I'm going to add, uh, I think six more justices would be good, a nice number of 15, I'm going to appoint six new uh, justices, all conservatives, and I'll, I'll take a 9-3 uh, uh, balance. How do you like that? Why would that? If they think it's okay to do it, then aren't they also giving uh, Donald Trump the the go ahead to do it if he is is in the position to do so?
7: Yeah, but they don't think in the You're you're thinking long term. Uh, yeah. They think in the short term, and they just don't think about the long term consequences of what they might do.
2: Now, one of the reasons that I, this is this was just stunning to me. I talked about it when I opened the show up today. Uh, one of the reasons given for expanding the court came from Nancy Pelosi, who I'm pretty sure is the Speaker of the House and has been there for a hundred years. She actually—I saw her say it. Uh, she said the population has increased so much since when it was 1866, whatever it was when uh, it was established at nine, that it just doesn't work anymore. That uh, you know, that you need more population, you need more judges. What? What is, is she? Is she? Hans, can she possibly be that stupid, or does she think her constituents are that stupid? She can't possibly think that, can she?
7: I I don't I don't know. If she, I mean, I was just astounded at that too. You know, um, she doesn't seem to understand the difference between the House of Representatives, where the number of reps you have is based on population, and the U.S. Right. Supreme Court, which has absolutely nothing to do with the population of the United States.
2: Right, and I I suggested on Twitter that uh, in response to that I said well, here's an idea, how about increasing the court to uh, by ninety one, uh, and put it up to a hundred, and everybody gets two Supreme Court justices each state. Would that work for you? <laughs>
7: well, mean, that's just that's just as absurd as what she's saying, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yes, and I, and I can understand, for um, sort of uh, Elon Omar and Sandy Cortez. Uh, saying that they their their first response, like thirty seconds after uh, Amy Coney Barrett was installed, uh, they tweeted expand the court. And I think it was Omar who said, you know, they need to uh, uh, more more judges to um, b- better represent the the uh, wishes of the American people. They 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 think it's a legislative a body. There should be one.
7: Yeah, and that makes it very clear they. Look, they want more uh, justices like like uh, Sonia Sotomayor, who, if you mm-hmm. see the way she acts uh, in court and the way she writes her opinion, she doesn't care what the Constitution says or the law. All she cares is about the uh, the outcome of the case and whatever the policy preferences are, of the progressive left. That's what's got to drive your legal analysis, n- not the law.
2: That's new, isn't it? I mean, there, there. I mean, in over the years, have there been many justices who have been known to rule based on that? I mean, uh, you know, like the whole Affordable Care Act, and and worrying about how people are going to feel if they vote a certain way, as if that should ma- matter.
7: Well, it's just gotten worse and worse and worse um, in the in the past uh, decades, uh, to the point where today. Uh, if you include all the other federal courts, the courts of appeal and the federal district courts, um, the people that Barack Obama put on the court, um, they are really the, some of the most left wing, most radical ideologues that have ever sat on the in, in the federal courts, in the federal judicial system in the entire history of the United States.
0: Well,
2: hey, I got uh, 15 seconds. Is Trump going to win?
7: Don't know. I think the election is too close to call.
2: <laughs> okay, I, that's, all right. I tried anyway. Hey, thanks, Hans. I appreciate it as always.
7: Sure thing. Bye bye.
2: Okay, that's Hans von Spakovsky, and we'll be right back.
4: There are many issues in this election, but without life, nothing else matters. Sadly, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris want to take over America and deny the most basic right to life to unborn babies. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris want abortion until birth, and they want you to pay for it with your tax dollars. Joe Biden should never be president, and Kamala Harris should never be vice president. Donald Trump and Mike Pence fight to protect unborn babies. Donald Trump and Mike Pence support laws to keep your tax dollars from paying for abortion. And Donald Trump and Mike Pence support laws to protect unborn babies from painful, late dismemberment abortions. Unborn babies can't vote, but you can. Be a voice for the voiceless in this election. Vote for life. Vote for Donald Trump and Mike Pence for President and Vice President.
3: Paid for by the National Right to Life Victory Fund at nrlvictoryfund.org. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee, NRL Victory Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising.
2: Still paying outrageous premiums for your health insurance, or maybe you settled with a ministry plan, some short-term medical or limited benefit plan that lacks the coverage you need? This is John Stagerwald from my friends at Marley Financial. And every agency offers the same stuff, well, except Marley Financial. Marley Financial now offers a unique ACA clone that looks, feels, and most importantly, acts just like a Blue Cross plan. In fact, it's even better. You can go to any hospital or facility anywhere in the country. They'll actually waive your deductible for inpatient and surgery. Does your plan do that? Plus, they can customize your plan to reduce your costs for the rest of your life. Contact Marley Financial today, 724-884-1496. You don't have to wait until open enrollment, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. Nobody does health insurance like Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com.
0: Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity.
2: The John Staggerwald
0: Show on AM 1250,
2: The Answer. Well, how about a COVID stupidity update? Um, I guess the, I don't know if it's the, uh, one of the, one of the districts, I don't know if it's a WPIL or the PIAA, but uh, I, a tweet from uh, our friend Bob Greenberg up there in Sharon, He's, he covers District 10 high school sports. Said that the, they're, they're talking about, uh, when they come back to play basketball, uh, some of the health, uh, guidelines that they're gonna, you know, the, the COVID guidelines they're gonna have. And one of them is they're, they're saying probably shouldn't have a jump ball because obviously the players are too, <laughs> are getting too close to each other. And, uh, and so I see stuff like that and I think, please, come on. <laughs> Are you gonna? Are people gonna? Are we gonna have massive death if they have jump balls before basketball games. But here's the thing: if you were listening yesterday, um, and I wonder if the P.I.A.A. and District Ten, whoever it is making this decision, if they're aware of this. But Wisconsin did that study. We had the guy on talking about it yesterday. They had uh, something like thirty thousand kids, sixteen thousand uh, practices, and four thousand games. And they, of all the people who tested positive, and there weren't that many, it was a very small number who actually tested positive from playing, you know, who who played sports. Of the people, all the people who tested positive in all the sports, and remember, 16,000 practices, 4,000 games, that's not just football, it's different sports. One kid, they determined, got the disease from. Actual sports activity. And there are people sitting in around in a room somewhere in Pennsylvania worrying about whether or not it'll be dangerous to have kids do a jump ball before a basketball game. We are all completely doomed. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.